We are doing our second annual, can we call it, can we call it an annual? Yes. Yeah. Our second oh. yearly review. I don't know about you, but I've been in every episode and listened to every episode, so I think mm -hmm. my perspective has been a little bit different. You've kind of hidden away more this year and, you know, not joined me on the, on the podcast so much. I guess everybody saying they love Linda wasn't enough because she never wants to join me on the show. So it is That's what it not is. not true. I'm a busy woman. Yeah. I'm not busy at all. Like, I just, I just sit around and play video games all day. And that just works great for me. But um, No, I think we find that a lot of the time when you've got guests, it's easier to do a two-way conversation than a three-way conversation. I think that kind of, you know, was some of the reasons why I didn't come on. And I yeah. did come on. I, I, I did a couple of episodes. The first episode of twenty. 21 was me and you talking about exactly, the me. benefits of being frugal, of being careful, of being intentional as an entrepreneur. And then I think I visited with Liz next. Uh, Liz Elam runs Juicy, the global co-working on conference. Obviously, I own some co-working spaces, so always happy to talk co-working. And we talked about workspace, we talked about the pandemic, about changes in the workforce and how people are using office space differently. And who knew? that here we'd be at the end of 2021 still talking about the pandemic and COVID and Omicron and Delta and what other cool names can we come up with? Should we just get the periodic table out and just like, you know, work our way down? I don't know. But uh, the next episode was Scott Silveri. Uh, Scott, actually, as it turns out, I met him recording this podcast and we, we became friends and he owns a publishing company and Scott's publishing company is helping me with my book that is gonna come out soon. I keep talking about it. You all think I'm just kidding and it's not really real, but no, Mic Drop is official, <laughs> it's done, it's dusted, it's gone through all the editing. We are our final cover design and as soon as I've got a pretty cover I can share, it'll go up for pre-order and uh, it should be out April this year. So stay tuned for that. But, and I will say it's a very, very good book. Yeah, whatever. So anyway, <laughs> talking to Scott, one of the things that stood out to me you know, his, his final piece of advice to the world was to be kind. Scott's an ex-police chief. He was like 12 years in SWAT, you know, tactical operations. His, his forearms are bigger than my biceps. And so to hear <laughs> him story. talk about being kind, you know, was just not expected. Uh, but he's got a super yeah. gentle soul. He's a really, really cool guy. Yeah. Definitely going to enjoy that episode. And... Um, and we had a lot of fun with it. You obviously hung out with his wife, Leah. I did. Leah's awesome as well. And they're just a great couple and really good people to be around. So Yeah, I know they are. Then we chatted with Britt Mooney. Britt works with Phoenix Roasters over in Atlanta. He's an author. He's a podcaster. He's a fun guy as well. But don't skip over the amazing coffee because he did send oh, us yeah. some coffee. Thank you. Um, it was really, really good. And our oldest son, Troy, who's a bit of a coffee snob, really, really likes that coffee. So. You see, I'm not, I'm not a coffee drinker, so, you know... I, even though I know he obviously makes coffee, I, I don't have that same emotion that, that Linda and Troy have. Yeah, he still wants to open stuff. a coffee shop and call it Mike. I do. I, I think we should, we should do call it. it Linda's. We should do it. Or Troy's, but not Mike. We should call it M&L's like M&M's. That would, that would work. <laughs> M&L's coffees. It might be at the back of my truck, but you never know. Uh, Britt wants me to open a coffee shop too, just for the record. So we have seriously talked about it. And uh, we'd be doing Nitro as well. So you never know. But after Brit came Craig Johnson. Yes, that uh, was Craig, I was on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we recorded in person. Craig's a friend of ours from Lakewood Church. We've been our home church for a number of years. And Craig runs Champions Club. Yes, that was a good episode. I enjoyed speaking with Craig and, and listening to some of his experiences and what he's been through and what 
he had to go through to create this now global program that helps special needs families be able to attend church and um, and help develop these young kids I was gonna say not just kids but I think the you know they're older kids too so yeah yeah it's been fun to talk to so many different types of people but still you see the commonalities you know mm -hmm. even though Craig's working in the church world and building you know a non-profit ministry scale is still scale yeah. you know reproduction is still reproduction systems and processes there's still systems and processes like you got to figure this stuff out we all deal with it as entrepreneurs how do we communicate our, our DNA? How do we get our values and our purpose to our team, you know, so that they enjoy it, that they buy into it and that they believe in it, you know? And, and I think that's something I took from Craig because they've just done an amazing job with Champions Club and really blown that thing, um, you know, way beyond, I think, where, you know, where a lot of folks, yeah. you know, would, would have expected. Um, Brian Mohica, from cocaine to Christ. Anybody that writes a book <laughs> called From Cocaine to Christ has got my attention. I don't know about yeah. you, but but yeah, I definitely, I enjoyed reading the book. I enjoyed mm -hmm. his story. Literally like transformed in an instant. I mean, I, I don't want to spoil it for you, but but Brian was, was awesome. His story was amazing. And just years and years of substance abuse just... And again, turned it around and created something to help the people yeah. that he had, you know, with the exit experiences he's been through right yeah so he founded Cathware uh, so he's now an entrepreneur he was a registered nurse but he, he had an idea of how to make people's lives better sounds entrepreneurial right and <laughs> so he founded this company called Cathware and they've been blowing and going he's been having some fun with that and had to build a team around him to make up for some of the the shortcomings he's got as a businessman he doesn't want to focus on the business side of things he wants to focus on the medical side of things and again, that's something that we struggle with as entrepreneurs, finding people that we can hand off to that can complement our skill set, you know, complement the work that we're doing, hopefully bring something to the table that, you know, yeah. we just don't have. So getting to record with John Houston was a fun time. John's based out of Dallas, Fort Worth. He's a custom home builder. Started out with a tough kind of, you know, beginning with, with his wife and marriage and, and just finances, all that kind of stuff, but felt like God was telling him to go and start building custom homes. And I know what stood out to me was when they built that very first home and they really needed to sell it to get the money back out of it. And he was having some quiet time one day and he felt like, he felt like God was saying, you, you, you can't sell this house to the person who signed that contract. Oh, I remember the story. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I don't want to spoil the story for you. You no, have to go, listen, have to go to listen, to it, listen to it. But oh my well, word, what a story when yeah. the guy calls him up like an hour later after he's just had this kind of impression internally in his own quiet time. And yeah. Um, yeah, it was awesome. We did a devotional called Gyra. We did. Uh, it was tied off the, the timing of, of Elevation with their, their new song, Gyra, which is awesome. Uh, I had a lot of fun talking about that. We talked about God's provision, whether we really live as though God provides or not, right? Yeah. And I think we found that God does provide. And we weren't just talking financially. We we're talking about other aspects of your life too, when, where God yeah. provides the stability and God provides grace <laughs> and there's lots of other things so it was a good one we should as well I don't want to like rehash because no but it, it's hard listen. it's hard to make those choices and decisions I think from a business perspective from a personal perspective you don't want to be the crazy guys like oh I can just do it I'll, I'll do whatever I want because God's going to take care of it mm -hmm. God's God's just going to provide I, I don't I don't think it's that kind of situation but it is that calculated thoughtful intentional hey this makes a lot of sense i think we should do this mm -hmm. and you know whatever happens you know my faith says that, that god's going to take care of it because that's what the bible says you know god can turn all things for the good 
of those that love him, even the dumb decisions that we make sometimes, as long as we make them <laughs> with good intentions and not just selfish and, and, and bad intentions. So I don't know. Um, you know, it was fun. Perry Marshall. Okay, so this was interesting. I, I, I set a goal of reading 52 books this year. I was going to read a book a week. I haven't, haven't quite hit that. I think I'm going to finish on about 49, maybe 50. I slowed down here at the back end of the year as we were doing some rewrites on my book. Of course, I've read my book like 20 times. So if that counts, <laughs> then I'm, I'm blowing and going. It counts. But um, it was fun because I got, I got a lot of books early on. So John Houston, I got his book before it came out. Got to read it before I visited with him on the show. Uh, Daniel Fusco had him on the show, passed over at Crossroads. I got his book, Crazy Happy. And, um, and that was a lot of fun. Daniel was a, was a really awesome guy. Maybe we'll have him back on the show sometime. And then Perry Marshall who is probably better known for his marketing prowess. Uh, he's a business consultant, real high-level kind of guy, wrote the book on Google AdWords many years ago that, that pretty much made him famous. But that's not what we talked about on the show. We talked about another thing to do with Perry, which has really stood out to me, because I've wrestled with this myself as an entrepreneur, where you know people want to pigeonhole you in a single place. And so, oh, well, you're an entrepreneur, so you're just a business guy, right? And, and there's nothing else to it. And thankfully for me, um, I'm not the only person who has more than one, one spot of, on my back if I'm a leopard. Uh, Perry <laughs> does too. And so he has all this Google AdWords expertise. But Perry also is a big proponent in bringing your faith into your business. And he has for years been running sessions called Memos from Head Office where he's taken a concept from the Bible about God speaking to people individually uh, maybe prophetically, if you believe in those things, or through the spiritual gift, however you want to frame it. And he's, he's tried to take the fuzzy Christian words out of it. And so he's kind of referring to heaven as head office, and a memo as a word. Mm -hmm. And he's got some folks that help him with this, who seem to have a, a clear ability to listen to head office, or God, or heaven, or whatever you want to call it. And um, I joined him on one of these sessions, and then he's got a book that came out, with story after story after story, I think the book is literally called Memos from the Head Office. Fascinating read. Whether you believe in God's ability to speak to people directly or not, I would encourage you to go read this book. I had a lot of fun with Perry. He's actually taken this up a level since we visited, and now they're running courses and things on this to help other people try and develop and learn this ability to just quieten down the noise, settle down in a place, you know, in, in, some, in some devotional time and listen in case God's trying to nudge you and point something out to you or say something to you. We're not talking about voices from the clouds or anything, but um, developing an intuition that's spiritual, I guess, would yeah. be a good way to put it. Being spiritually led. Yeah. Yeah. But it was awesome. Uh, one, I think that's probably one of my favorite episodes from the whole year, just because I enjoyed the book so much, just because I enjoyed yeah. the topic so much. Yeah. And... Um, and just back to the book thing, like it's really impressive that you read so many books in one year. I'm very proud of you. I know you didn't, I, I don't think that you didn't read. You, I think you've forgotten about some because you were just reading all the time. So. No, I think, well, I think I got ahead probably in the first half of the year. And I know, I know yeah, this last few months between yeah. the holidays, traveling, and again, just, you know, having to focus on the business a little bit more as well. Yeah. Um, I didn't spend a lot of time with Work Lodge earlier on, so. Um, I know I haven't been reading the book. Well, and you didn't read here. when you were sick. We got the COVID. Ah, yes, the old COVID. I watched a lot of movies. If they count, maybe some of those were and books. And he that were, was that were... down. Yes. Yeah. Down, 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 down. So, yeah, that was a good couple of weeks. So, that's where your two books are. 
You only done two books. Maybe, maybe. Let's see what I can finish today and tomorrow. COVID. I'll post a picture of all the books that I read. I have them on a shelf, so I know. Um, it gets tricky because of like eBooks and audio books. I really enjoyed an audio book by the founder of FUBU, you know, Mr. Shark, you know him, Damon. Um, on Audible, he made a special Audible-only book. I don't actually know for sure, but I think it's not a physical book because the way he talks is very conversational. And it was the most fun. I don't like audiobooks. I find them too stale. I find them too cold. And I especially don't like them when it's not the author reading them. Mm. And so that's just my opinion. But Damon reads it or tells the story. And it's almost like an audio production. Like there's, there's music coming and going and sound effects and then snippets from other people talking about FUBU along the journey as he's referencing them. It was a lot, a lot of fun, and it's the, it's by far the best audiobook that I've um, that I've listened to. Anyway, yeah. well, speaking of books, are we talking about? Are we going to talk about Kimberly yet? Or so yeah, it? let's talk about Kimberly, <laughs> uh, my new friend Kimberly Stewart, who I met earlier this year at a, a writing gig that I went to. And I feel like I know Kimberly, which I don't really. We've texted a little bit, um, but just listening to the podcast, I feel like I know her now, and I love how she had like instant banter with you, with you. Um, I wish I'd been on there because it would have been two versus one. I said you should have recorded <laughs> it with me. I literally invited her on the show. Just, she blew me off. Oh, I keep touching my mic. I'm sorry. No, it was a really good one. Uh, when I listened to it, yeah, I definitely regretted not going on there. And she said a lot of great things. Uh, I really liked, well, her closing statement, which, which stressed her out because she likes to prepare her answers. Um, but what she wants to be remembered by or for. Yeah. Uh, and it was generosity and grace. And I just thought that was very meaningful. She made me cry a couple of times when I was listening to the podcast. So I really enjoyed that one. No, I know it was good. And I think something came out with Kimberly that also came out with Clay, who we talked to a little bit later on, mm -hmm. and actually probably a couple of others as well. But a common thread is you listen to some of the episodes maybe close together, you'll start to see that there's threads that come through. We don't plan it that way. We try and let the conversation go where it goes naturally. But this idea of knowing who you are and understanding who you are, making decisions yeah. based on what your DNA is telling you to do, not what mm -hmm. someone else is expecting you to yeah. do, being true to yourself. Uh, for Kim, it was because she's an author and so she doesn't want her next book to be shaped by the comments and, and feedback she gets on this book necessarily. But also about what publishers might demand from her. Right. Uh, this is a good book, but you need to add more Sizzle. Sizzle. <laughs> yeah. Um, when she doesn't want to do that. And, and that's the decision she's made for herself. And I, I think that's one of the reasons I, I enjoyed her so much and Clay is because they've really, they told their stories of how they've had to stand up for what they believe in and for their faith. Um, and they've made decisions based on that, which can be really, really hard. Like there was, they, they definitely gave a no compromise vibe when I was listening to their Well, their I think podcast. it's even harder nowadays, right? With mm -hmm. all the kind of cancel culture and everything else that's going on. It's just, it's just not like it was before. Everybody's got an opinion. Everybody's got a keyboard. Mm -hmm. So now everybody's got a megaphone that they, yeah. can, they can make that opinion known and vocal. And I think for us, from a faith background, showing that grace, showing that patience, showing that, yes. that calmness, definitely a common thread, but definitely something that we all need to understand to work yeah. on. And, uh, you know, it's just yeah. the world we live in, right? So yeah. I also enjoyed with Clay that he really shared some intimate things about what his family had gone through during a time where he really struggled with that particular thing and I appreciated his vulnerability and his honesty 
with us to, to kind of bring that up again since it happened, you know, I think he said back in 2019 and to, to kind of relive that on a podcast was probably pretty tough. So Claire, if you're listening, we appreciate that you shared from your heart and shared like a little bit about what your family had been through and how that felt. Um, and we just applaud you for, for standing up for what you believe in. It was a really, yeah. it was a really good message and I really enjoyed listening to it. And Clay just sounds like a really good guy and uh, listening to his story of how he set up these businesses and, and his approach to marketing as well, I really enjoyed listening to. Yeah, so Clay runs uh, a wedding film production company that's like one of the best ones out there. I mean, the, the, the movies look absolutely killer. He runs a digital marketing company, I think, now as well. Mm. And uh, so he's been around business for quite a few years, you know, started a couple of things, running some teams. If you're an entrepreneur wanting to learn, uh, definitely a good episode to go listen to. Yeah, yeah, um, lots sure. of Lots of business kind of conversation mm -hmm. here and some of the things that you deal with. Uh, Bob Goff, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Bob joined us on the show, so go listen to that one. Bob's a fun guy. Uh, a little bit more famous than me, so I'm sure you've probably heard of him, <laughs> even if you don't know whose podcast you're listening to right now. And um, he has some great stories to tell. He's doing some great work. In fact, we're we're doing something with him. So we're um, we're doing mm -hmm. some work out in Uganda with Bob and his folks out there at Love Does and helping him uh, improve and renovate a section of a school that they've got there that, that helps girls and uh, and probably guys as well. Actually, I don't know because I haven't been and we were hoping to go, but thank you, COVID, we can't go yet. <laughs> So hopefully we're going to travel later on in 2022. We'll get some videos and photos and things so you can see what's going on there. But that was one of the projects okay. we were able to get involved with through FT5K. You're talking really fast. What? <laughs> I'm trying to get everything I'm in. Like... I'm running through an entire year in like 30 minutes. We've got to talk about Taylor okay, Hughes. Then because you're talking so fast, I'm like, don't forget what you're going to say. Anyway, I was going to say, if you haven't listened to Bob Goff or read any of Bob Goff's book, books then you should do that and also his wife's um book love lives here is also a really good book is what i was going to say but then you were just moving on yeah okay all right so we'll take a time out then because yeah. yes maria bob's wife wrote a book called love lives here uh, also a great book i read that one as well as part of my my book challenge this year and <laughs> maria actually was just on kimberly's podcast you see kimberly joined me on my podcast trying to be all like clever and cool and calm and then it turns out she was really just pumping me for information trying to figure out all the things that, that people do wrong on a podcast so she could go launch her own and she got maria on hers which just came out a couple of i think maybe last week the week before so you can go listen to maria's story a little bit and you can go listen to that conversation on kim's podcast uh, yes, I did just give you a shout out, Kim. You are welcome. <laughs> and so when, you're, when you start to shoot up by like three extra views this week, you can thank me for that. Um, I'm just going to get rid of the dog. <laughs> I don't know why the dog's here. I don't know why I the dog appeared. And apparently, she yes. You're supposed to. Come well, on, actually, go. before I change gears, let me, just, let me just say this. Bob's book, Love Does, was, I think, his first book and the one that really put his name on the map. And it's an outstanding book. But I gotta tell you, his next book, Everybody Always, that one blew my mind. So Love Does is okay, but if you read that one, you gotta go read Everybody Always. You gotta to get to the end and you get there and you just sit there when you finish it and you say, no, there's just, no, no. There's no way that didn't happen, no, but it did. And it was very emotional, it was very moving. Um, I think it might be, my favorite or definitely my top three favorites 
of this year for the books that I've read, just because of That's pretty impressive how momentous it was. Yeah. So Bob, great job on the book. Um, I know you're waiting to hear that from me, so I just wanted to, to share that <laughs> nugget of information. <laughs> so Taylor Hughes, the magician, Wait, the illusionist. Start again. I went like that to try. I forgot we were on video. <laughs> okay. So my buddy Taylor Hughes, you can check him out on Amazon Prime. I think he's on iTunes now as well with his Chasing Wonder. He's got a book that came out this year, Road to Wonder. He's a funny guy. Taylor is a fun guy. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Really, really enjoyed recording with him. Really enjoyed talking through his journey. Enjoyed his magic. You know, you're going to learn about chasing your dreams. Mm -hmm. Obviously, he's an entrepreneur because he has to go out there and sell himself, book himself, get out there and do gigs. He's done thousands of them. I think he lives out near LA somewhere. He's always in that magic castle place or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a magician, but apparently it's a big deal. So awesome guy. Awesome episode. You're definitely going to enjoy that one. And then that, we, we kind of wrapped up season two. You know, season two really was was a big one. Season three, we've only just got going. I'm only six or seven episodes in. Steve Chang was fun. Coffee again. Yes, I'm not a coffee drinker. I got Steve and, and Britt connected so they could, you know, geek out on coffee and all that kind of fun stuff. <laughs> Britt's on the East Coast. Steve's on the West Coast. So, um, you know, that was definitely a lot of fun. Jordan, obviously, we talked about... Uh, no, we didn't talk about Jordan. We talked about Clay. We talked about Clay, so but not Jordan. Jordan Rayner, Redeeming Your yes, Time, was his new that book one. that came mm -hmm. out. Another book that I enjoyed reading. Uh, lots of productivity hacks and tips there. I've known Jordan for a little while. He's a fun guy. He's doing some great stuff. Obviously loves Jesus and trying to trying to just push that conversation of faith and business, faith and entrepreneurship, how they work together, uh, which sounds awfully familiar. Uh, kind of like a book that I've been writing this year. So um, yeah, he was a lot of fun. And Stephen De Silva, he was the chief financial officer at Reading Church, big church out in California, Bethel Worship. I think he was there for 20 something years and now he's coaching. Uh, again, very heavy in that kind of spiritual perspective for business. Really nice guy, really fun time having the conversation with him. Definitely of the same camp as Perry Marshall in looking for God's guidance and God's direction um, in our businesses, in our entrepreneurial journey, in our lives. And, and again, I think that's a common theme that's come out through the year. And it's so important because a lot of folks don't do that. A lot of business people don't let their faith shape the decisions they're making. They don't bring it into their, their everyday existence of doing business, of doing life. And really, this is what I want to do, but I'm not going to do it this way. I'm going to do it that way because that's what the Bible tells me to do. That's, that's a hard conversation yeah. to have with yourself. And anyway, we finished off, I say we finished off season three, we didn't finish off season three because apparently season three is going to roll into the new year because I only got six or seven episodes out. And then Bill Wilson was our final episode, I think, for, for 2021. We've, we've known of Bill and we've followed Bill for decades. He was 12 years old when his mom sat him down on a corner in Florida and said, hey, just wait there, I'll be back. And three days later, she never came back. He went on to found what is now the largest mm -hmm. Sunday school in the world. Metro Ministries became Metro World yeah. out of Bushwick, New York, real friendly neighborhood for those of you that don't know that. And I'm being sarcastic because it's not at all, or it wasn't when he started there. A lot of gang violence and that kind of stuff. And he has been there for 40 something years, giving his life to trying to make a difference. 
And you might be thinking, okay, but that doesn't sound like business, Mike. That doesn't sound like entrepreneurship. No, it is. It's the same deal. He saw a problem. He went out to try and fix it with a solution and had to build and scale an organization around it. Yeah. And that organization now runs around the world. The Sudanese government just contacted them and invited them to come into Sudan and launch Metro World programs in the entire country. They touched the lives of 250,000 children every single weekend. And these aren't church kids. These aren't being like brought down with mom and dad. They literally have a fleet of school buses. They drive out to go pick them up because they can't get there on their own. Then they drive them home. And then in the week, people go visit the family to love on them, show them some support, some kindness, see how they can help. And they've been doing this for decades. Yeah. Consistency, yeah. stability, intentionality. It was definitely like the inspirational ministry that I think that, I mean, we, we already were wanting to do ministry and change the world, but I think introducing ourselves to him at that young age, because we were very young yeah. when we found out about him, I think he was definitely pivotal in our journey of, of seeing how things are done kind of in the nitty gritty and getting your hands dirty kind of way. Uh, it, was, it was good for us. I think it was good for us to, to have come this far that this guy that inspired us as young adults, you know, yeah. we were now getting to speak to and, uh, and be inspired again by listening to him in person, so yeah. Yeah, it's just been so much fun to just listen to people who are figuring out their own journey, trying to figure out who they want to be when they grow up. Mm -hmm. You know, ebbing and flowing as life evolves. Obviously, the days of going out to work at 20 and doing the same thing for 40 years are long gone and, and we all evolve and morph over time. But it's, it's been a lot of fun for me personally as we're trying to figure out who we want to be. Yeah. It's been fun with the nonprofit. We renamed it FT5K. You can go watch a video about that on the website if you're interested in learning more. But we've been able to do a few you know, fun projects there this year. It's been a little bit harder with COVID and, and trying to get some of the things started that we wanted to start. Hopefully, if you've listened to some of the shows, thank you for giving us that time of your life. If you listen to all of them, dude, let me know. You deserve a medal and I'll send you a free book. <laughs> Um, it's, it's just, it, I get so much out of having these conversations. Sometimes I feel bad. Like I feel as though I get more than you guys listening because there's so much more to it that we edit out. Um, we can't obviously leave it all in there because time's not long enough. And we, we chew the fat almost off mic as well a little bit. Um, sometimes when we're visiting with these guests, listen, the one thing I would say is listening to podcasts is great, but if you can get yourself to have a conversation with someone, and, and I joke about this a lot. I say it to Linda, I say it to the guests that I have on the show. I haven't talked to any of my friends in a 45 to 60 minute conversation this entire year, I don't think. One-on-one, -on -one, just having a conversation. Like, we don't do it. We, we, it's weird. I, don't, I, I think I don't. that there is one or two you have, but that we've already mentioned in this episode. Well, okay, maybe. maybe, but it's not a normal practice. Yeah. And then here I am, you know, visiting with these folks who I don't really know sometimes, and sometimes I do, but a lot of times I don't. And I'm having these meaningful, deep conversations, and I don't know what kind of mark that leaves for them, but it leaves a mark on the inside of me. And it's really helpful, it's really encouraging, it's really uplifting. So my encouragement to you is listen to podcasts, learn what you can, grow how you can, and be inspired and encouraged by other people's stories. But if you can find a way to go and have a coffee or a conversation, it's like make some time on your calendar to stop what you're doing and just be intentional. I think you will find it just really life-changing. And do we want to share it? Yeah. I don't know. Well, you, I'm taking a breath. <laughs>
sorry. I had this thing on my mind and I was struggling to listen to Michael because I was like, don't forget what you were going to say. Don't forget, don't forget. Take one. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I know y'all love to see me. I'll try and be on more in 2022. Well, she's going to sell, Bob. Great job on the book. Um, I know you're waiting to hear that from me, so I just wanted to, to share that nugget of information. <laughs> you see, Kimberly joined me on my podcast, trying to be all like clever and cool and calm. And then it turns out she was really just pumping me for information, trying to figure out all the things that, that people do wrong on a podcast so she could go launch her own. And she got Maria on hers. Um, I'm just going to get rid of the dog. <laughs> I don't know why the dog's here. I don't know why I the dog appeared. And apparently, she yes. You're supposed to. Well, I can tell you why. First word, brain. Second word, dead. <laughs> yes, we are recording it at the house because it's December the 30th and it is what it is. Okay. Can you hear me? I don't know. I don't have headphones on. <laughs> The joys of working from home. Take two. I think it is. Apparently Linda doesn't think it is. But maybe she doesn't have it with herself very often. I was distracted by your sleeves. What's wrong with my sleeves? They're all tucked up and I was it's worried. It's my big biceps. <laughs> Let me just pull it down a little bit. There you go. Let it... 